Welcome to Rebels Recap. Your Rebels on you. Join Robin Vogt, Scott Inch, and Brian Fontaine as they break down the animated universe of a galaxy far, far away. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Rebels Recap here. We're back for another week talking Star Wars Rebels with our awesome Brick City Blockade panel. And this week we are talking about in this third season. That's right. This episode is called Through Imperial Eyes. And boy, Brian and Scott, did we go into Imperial Eyes here or what? This was an awesome episode. Looks like Henry Gilroy and Nicole Dubach were the ones that that wrote this one. And no shortage of this was this was classic Thrawn, I thought. I want to get your both your thoughts on that too, but we, we got the Callus episode that we're looking for, and I will say, and I, I'll throw it out to you guys to jump off from this. I don't, this is not the episode I thought we were going to get. Definitely not the episode I was expecting. There were a lot of things in this episode that surprised me. I mean, I knew that we were going to open up with Callus and everything. It seemed like we were getting teased at that. However, there were certain points, and I'm going to have Scott kind of piggyback off of this one because <laughs> he mentioned to me first, was that there were moments when we were left on the edge and we were really wondering what was going to happen to Ezra in those moments, what was going to happen to Callus in certain moments. And it was really epic. I have to say, this is one of the more epic episodes of Rebels I've seen this season. Yeah, this is an episode that definitely had me on the edge of my seat. It's uh, just um, Callus and Ezra being stuck in Thrawn's office. I was like, are they going to get out here? Um, Even just like the end of the episode as well, it's just like that was quite tense as well because you didn't know what was going to happen with Callus going to leave. I felt sorry for uh, poor Lieutenant uh, Trisk. uh, Yeah. He, I feel so sorry for him. He got shafted pretty badly by Callus, but uh, man, what a great episode. You know, so this is an interesting. So those little things that the Imperials have always worn on, on their shoulder pads and you see um, even in The Force Awakens, you see them with the with the Resistance and you see Poe has them. I didn't realize that that was actually like a key pass. And this this had like this little, uh, it was not necessarily a spy thriller, but it kind of had you in suspense. And we kind of just alluded to that a little bit where it was almost like following the breadcrumb trail. And and Thrawn, I get the sense that, that Thrawn about halfway through this episode knew what was going on. We got as the viewer, not to bury the lead, I think we got that at the end of the episode when he kind of was was talking to you, Lauren. Awesome to have Tom Kane back in the Star Wars universe. And the thing I love about the fact that this production crew has been together for the most part since 2008 is it's almost like a, a reunion when you could bring back characters and, and voice talents. And it's so great to hear him again. And I thought he added a lot to this story in the uh, Imperial Security Bureau with Agent Callus. And you find out that they had a backstory. And it was just interesting. There's a lot be- probably behind this scenes of, of how you Lauren was part of the Republic then become part of the Empire we ultimately you know end up seeing him on the Death Star and, and a new hope and they kind of actually worked backwards from his story and I think it's something pretty unique to, to Star Wars yeah this was uh this was great yeah there's so much character development in terms of Thrawn here I mean I think that's something that Star Wars fans and Star Wars Rebel fans were really looking for was development in terms of where we were heading with Thrawn and what how this was going to play into overall his story in Rebels. A lot of fans have been saying, you know, we need more Thrawn. We need more of what we read in the Legends novels and everything else. Is that, yeah, we got to see Thrawn strategize right in front of us in ways that we remember from the Legends novels. And just to see Yularen, Brian, like you mentioned, come back into the forefront again, very similar to how Tarkin came into the forefront within, of course, 
the uh, Republic and then into the Empire. And just to see him come back. And as you said, Tom Kane, once again, awesome to have him back on Rebels. So, Scott, I've got a question for you. Which way did the gun show? We had Thrawn, you know, <laughs> Thrawn throwing <laughs> down there. I mean, that was just, uh, I think we got the sense that he's a pretty cunning warrior. But I mean, that that just kind of uh, sealed the deal that he's a, just a complete badass. Yeah, I love that scene. Just uh just him fighting uh, the sentry droids. Um, man, we were, Rob and I were talking about it today and I made a joke that, is that uh, uh, can you smell what the Theron is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you've got <laughs> your accent over there. I just made it even funnier. Oh, that Scottish accent. Um, yeah, no, this is, this is, I like, it was kind of funny because you guys have also, you know, mentioned it too, where what's the term best laid plans always go to you know what and it was just funny to hear you know obviously Rex and Kanan didn't have a huge uh, impact on the story but Rex always has like a couple good one-liners and you know he made reference to um, you know you don't want to know how many ships there are and he had something else about when he uh, was trying to fight with with Governor Price he had another uh, line that's escaping me at this point but this was just you could tell there were some really talented writers on this and you, you got a better sense of the, the struggle that that Callus is is going through. But, you know, Robin, I'll throw this one back to you. I, I think we, maybe the three of us expected this to end up with some sort of a, a tragedy or something like that. We didn't quite get that. And, and I honestly thought going into this episode that this was going to be the actual extraction of Callus, And he decided to stay behind. And it just further adds to that. I hate to keep using the term tragedy, but, you know, the, he is a tragic character. And he thought he was making the right decision to, to stay behind. But he doesn't know that Thrawn has worked it out. Had it been anybody else other than, than Thrawn, you know, you, Lauren, said, like, this doesn't add up. It, it's, it's, all, it's all too perfect. But, you know, Thrawn saw right through that. And I just I, I'm fearful of what is going to happen to Callus by the end of the season, just because he has that false sense of security at this point where he thinks he did what he needed to do. But Thrawn is just, you know, five steps ahead at this point. And, and I hope I hope he figures it out in time. Callus is Callus is just one of those characters that can be become overly confident at times. And just to take on the role of Fulcrum alone was was a major deal for him. I mean, of course, when we look at early on in Rebels here, Callus was seen as this complete enemy and everything. And mm-hmm. now, like you said, there is a tragedy associated with Callus now that I never thought I would see play out here. Even even knowing him as Fulcrum, I never saw that happening. And just that false sense of security that he has. I mean, this is what Thrawn does. I mean, he creates a false sense of security with everybody in his ranks. And even to a certain extent, he created that with you, Lauren, by saying, you can assume these things. However, my plan right here, I know exactly what is happening. And I've got an idea about how we're going to carry this out. That's how he is so mischievous and dangerous in many ways. And just after seeing Callus this season alone and knowing his relationship with Zeb and everything, I think we can all agree, true tragedy in the Imperial ranks for somebody who has really worked their way up. So Scott, I want to throw this to you. And, and it was interesting to see the, the dynamic between Ezra and Callus, and, and, and Ezra still doesn't trust him all the way. Until they can extract him out of the empire, even he made the comment of, you know, you're just going to, you're going to, you're, you're playing the long game. Yeah. You know, again, Ezra continues to be that voice of the audience. You're, you're playing that long game out on us, Callus. How can we really trust you? We'll get you into our fold. Then we can completely trust you. So there, there was that. But, you know, they, they squabbled a little bit about Ezra didn't want to disclose the base. Callus is like, I need to help you. I think he's, he's closing in. They have the, I love the AP5 and, and Chopper moments in this episode too. 
and, and AP5 is the one like, hey, there's a solution that, that satisfies both of these things. Let's go break into Thrawn's office, which sounds like a really bad idea most times. But Scott, all right, so the question for you is, Chopper goes in and they, they switch out the planets. To me, as a, as a fan... And that doesn't necessarily know Thrawn that well from the Legends novels. I think he had that map memorized. And the right. fact that I, I think he noticed what's different. So not, I think Callus made a, a calculated error where thinking he could hide that planet. I think Thrawn knew exactly every single planet he had highlighted there. And the fact that it got changed tells him instead of having like a one in 30 shot of whatever he's got down to this point, I think he knows. I think he knows right now. Definitely. Even when he went back into his office after Callus and Edward were in there hiding, um, you could see when he activated the hologram and the planet. So he soon looked, he knew something was off, but he knew right away that something was missing. Even when the stormtrooper asked him, is everything okay, sir? He went, yes, fine. But he knew, he knew that uh, he's got it all memorised because he's looked at this star system so many times. I mean, we've seen that in previous episodes, especially in Warhead. He calculated that and he knew he was in that vicinity. He, he will notice, he will notice. And yeah, he definitely knew right away that Somebody's been messing about. So, Robin, I don't know if you've had a chance to see it yet, and we we try to not go through spoilers. It's just like a, a mantra we have as a podcast network. There was a commercial. Um, I happened to watch it streaming. I actually watched it like 12.01 a.m. On, on Saturday morning just because, you know, I was, we were getting ready for White Mine at Comic-Con. I was like, I, I, I got to see this episode now. Watch it again this morning. I still haven't watched it on live TV, but apparently there was a commercial that was played in one of the breaks that actually had some additional scenes of some upcoming moments that that we haven't quite got to yet. And uh, it's like uh, some of it isn't necessarily spoily, but it takes a couple scenes that we've seen before and now it expands on it a little bit. And oh, man. There's some fun stuff coming. Yeah, there's there's more coming up when it comes to Star Wars Rebels. And like you said, Brian, I did not get a chance to see those commercial clips. I was watching it really quick. I went through it one episode, watched it again this morning. So I wasn't able to really see those individual clips. Of course, it was a busy White Mountain Comic Con and everything. So we were just kind of kind of flipping through this episode and taking it all in at the time. However, just in terms of where this season is heading, there is a lot happening and it's happening happening very quick. And I think we're going to be thrusted into the action a lot quicker than a lot of Star Wars Rebels fans think. So it's it's going to be an amazing journey coming up here. Scott, any uh, any final any final thoughts on this one? I feel weird. This is probably one of the shorter episodes that we've ever had of Rebels Recap, <laughs> but it was just it's hard to put in words like the uh, you know the the genius hit that was the this episode is just you, you can't even really de- debate it because it's just boom it's just it's just there and it's don't listen to us talk about this episode go watch it for yourself watch it another time and you'll just you'll have a greater sense of appreciation for the writers for the character of Thrawn and what what these what the cell of rebels is up against all right guys I think it's that time uh it's that time it is Plug time. Plug time. Here on Rebels Recap. All right, Scott, what do you got going on? Uh, well, I just, uh, the episode that I did with the Unmistakably Star Wars, that's been put up online now, so you can check that out on their SoundCloud and iTunes page. Um, Robert and I just done an episode of Talking Star Wars, so that's up to listen to on SoundCloud, iTunes, and on the YouTube channel. And I just did an article, which is up on the Brit City Blog, uh, Podcast Network page on the website so check out there it's about star wars comics and how to get into star wars comics and how it's expanded universe so that way and you can check me out on facebook at scottish and on twitter at scottish85 
So I got I have that that episode to listen of you talking. And I got to I got to read your article. I've got it earmarked on, on the Brick City Blockade <laughs> blogspot page. So good stuff, uh, Robin. As you just alluded to, we were at White Mountain Comic Con yesterday, 2017 in Plymouth, New Hampshire. Had a lot of fun there. Nalani Christian, you guys did awesome with that interview. Looking forward to that being up later. Chris Letty and I, we did our little. I get to pick his brain about vintage. Uh, Scott, you and I talked about SH Figure Arts about a week or so ago, and we're still getting a lot of uh, downloads and great feedback about that. So thank you, everybody that has checked that out and you know like we say all the time we don't pretend to know everything so again jedi scavenger sw on twitter on instagram facebook subscribe to the podcast network please tell a friend on itunes and soundcloud all right head it home rob oh yeah that's right make sure to subscribe to the podcast network as brian says on itunes soundcloud and also that thing that brian finally found out about tune in radio make sure to <laughs> download that app on your phone because it's great on the go kind of stuff and they also recommend our other episodes after you listen so you just go back to 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 back yeah we got plenty of shows for you guys to listen to so make sure to check that out on tune in radio as well hit that subscribe make sure to follow the brick city blockade on facebook on twitter and you can follow me on twitter at mr vote tweets there was a lot of stuff right there. So thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode of Rebels Recap. We will catch you next week and make sure to check out the episode over on Disney XD mobile app. We'll see you guys next week. May the force be with you. Always. Yeah.